Hello, everybody out there. We are Ski Bunny, Tracy Chevrolet, Neen Dragon, and Matt Graber. And we're going to play some music for you. We'd like to first of all thank Motif Magazine for having us and the parlor for hosting the event. And the first song we're going to play is called Dress Up. Give it a shot. 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 Give
next song is called Vacancy. Thank you. 
All right, we're gonna do pull an old switcheroo on your red bat. Now we're gonna switch guitar and bass for each other. I get to play the Parker. <laughs> this is a beautiful guitar. Doing a beautiful guitar, yay. Cool, all right, this song is called November.
We got another one for you. We're gonna switch back. Yes, we love the switcheroo here at Stevens. We have many a song that we play when we do the old switcheroo. What's that? So that way I don't get bored of guitar? Yes, and I don't get bored of bass. All right, so next song we have for you is called Super Weirdo. And actually, uh, the name was coined right outside that very door right there at the parlor. A car drove by, had a yellow cape on, glasses on, and they said, super weirdo. And I was like, yes, I have been identified by a stranger. They understand what I'm going for. <laughs> somebody knows, somebody appreciates. I don't know if that's what they meant, but that's what I took from it. And we wrote a song about it. All right, so this one is Matt. Oh, 
feels so weird. I love that feeling. All right, our final song for you tonight is a Madcap favorite. Madcap, you have the mic that never came back. It's called Motel Jack. Yes, let's hear from Madcap. God, we'll be talking about that later. Thank you very much for being here. That was an amazing show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Very excited to be here and play for you. So, you super weirdos. Um, <laughs> tell me, let's, let's, I have so many questions, but let's start with uh, band name origins or band origins. How did, how did this come to be? What um, just... Well, I lived a, a couple real crazy years back in New York between 2008 and 2010. I just went off the deep end partying. Um, it was an insane time, and I was known as a ski bunny because I would go online to look for men who had uh, drugs that they wanted to exchange for sexual favors. That's what a ski bunny that's is, and so that's. And those two years were wild. I didn't know what was going on. I knew that I was lucky that I was surviving that, um, 
but I knew something was going to come of it, and I knew it was going to be called Ski Bunny. I didn't know what. I thought it was going to be a screenplay because the life I was leading was like, you know, really wild and dramatic, and there was a lot of nudity and a lot of drugs, and it would make a great screenplay. But I didn't know what it was going to be, and it turned out it's a band. Yeah. Yeah, and then a couple years into getting away from that, I had to move away from New York right in 2010 because I just overdid it had to leave. About five years later, I started writing songs out of the blue. I had written a couple songs in like the mid-2000s, literally like two songs. And all of a sudden, I was writing a song a week, and they were like, I liked them, and people liked them, and I was like, what's going on here? It's like, great, Ski Bunny. This is what Ski Bunny is. So we, we went with the music. Okay. Does it, do you end up with like booking offers in New Hampshire? Resorts and things like that, or do most not, people? Yeah, but that's a great cross promotional idea. If you're listening from New Hampshire out there, we would like to, yes, be booked as in the snow season. I think that would be very appropriate. Yeah, let's do it. Nice. Yeah. You're, tell me a little bit about the character that you've been in tonight. Tonight, Svetlana, or, or, the, or the other one. Svetlana, we'll talk about Svetlana for Let's sure. Let's talk about Svetlana first. Svetlana is here tonight. Hello, it's so good to see you again. It's not, not, often, not often these days I get to go out, so very happy to be here, alive, talking to you. Yes, thank you for having us. <laughs> I'm Svetlana. I'm not actually from Russia anymore. I changed because now I found out I am a robot. A ro- okay. robot. Yes, and I am That's, a robot okay. designed to make you think I am from Russia. Okay, because you can be a Russian robot. There's geography and... Yes, and but I don't know who it designed to program me. But I know I was programmed in order so you think I am from Russia. Okay. Yes, you, that's yeah, all I know. Fooled yes. me. Awesome. Yes, good. Excellent. Did you, did you guys know about the robot part? Yes, you did. Okay, all right. Your, so your backstory is, uh, you have backstories for, for several characters, right? Yes, yeah, so, so many, yes. We have backstories. Fetlana is a robot with green coer. So coer is like you take apple, you make apple pie uh-huh. with apples. You take out the coer of apple. Ah. Green coer. Coer, green coer. Mm-hmm. Fetlana has green coer. Okay. It's like a live coer. Yes. Does she you sound understand. Different? Yes. Yes, you understand. Good. Yes. Hard to understand I, for I, everyone. You have to ask. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad you do. Thank you. Yes. So good. Yes. Where did you learn the accent? I was uh, originally as to be in, in a short film. Ah. I have a friend who makes short film, Austin Ratledge. If you are watching, hello, Austin. How are you? Austin <laughs> make film. We make film in Providence, couple movies. And he asked me to do a Russian accent for one of his films. Mm-hmm. And I did not do the film. I ended up learning accent for no reason. So I kept on the character. It is a good place for me to hide from reality. Yeah. So, so that's what stick. It sticks because of that, yes. It's a good place to be. Okay. <laughs> so does she change characters on you like mid-performance? Or how, how does that... How does this play out in, in band world? And sometimes it's mid-performance, or it's more just like she'll show up to practice with a new personality going on most <laughs> of the time, yeah. yeah. So tell us about some of the others. Some other personalities. We had, uh, we had David Bowie for a while. That was cool. Oh, cool. That was a couple of years ago while I was in Providence going to Madcap. I had a T-shirt of David Bowie smoking a cigarette with sunglasses on, and I dressed myself to look exactly like he did in the T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And so it would be like double image. Yeah. And I would pose in front of every, like I'd go to Madcap and like walk around and say, how do I look? <laughs> and, 
and I had the same, and they would be like, I see, excellent. So that's, nice. yeah, that was great. David Bowie was great. For Halloween, David Bowie dressed, actually dressed as a furry. So I was David Bowie dressed as a furry for Halloween. And okay. it, the furry was this... Uh, what animal was the furry? Furry was a fox. It was oh. a gigantic fox named Ray. So you see how intertwined <laughs> they all become. And I was Ray. And, and Ray had like a fancy coat on and a fox tail like the furries, which we uh-huh. love the furries. I think they're like hysterically fun. Mm-hmm. And Foxy. Yeah. yeah, and Foxy. Yeah, certainly. Yes. Uh, and then let's think of one other character I had was uh, there's so many. Uh, British Jackie. Was, oh, British uh, Jackie. Was, like, the beginning when I first Hello, met you. I'm British Jackie. I'm British Jackie. And welcome to British Jackie. Thank you for watching. It's hard to do because now I want to just be Russian, but British Jackie had a talk show on Cambridge Public Access Television. It's all up there on the Tracy Chevrolet YouTube channel if you want to watch it. It was pretty uh, crazy. It's very high energy. Uh, We had some great great guests on the show. I I was the house band, so I would sing a song every week, every month. British Jackie was another one. And Jody cool. was British Jackie in disguise. We had uh, <laughs> we had Jackie. The original Jackie was from the South, and she was a talk show host and a prostitute. A lot of prostitutes in these characters. Okay. Yeah. So that's a little sampling for you. And a lot of accents. A lot of like accents. A southern accent. Yeah. Welcome to the Ski Bunny Birthday Edition of Jackie. <laughs> I'm possessed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little bit. We're and then, there, of course, there's Ski Bunny. Ski Bunny. The Ski Bunny, which yeah. you're known for performing in with, oh, with the some Oh, the snowsuit on. Yeah. yeah. It's a little too warm out now for that, unfortunately. Yes. But normally I would be wearing a jumpsuit, a ski bib overall suit, ski suit to promote the band. I wear it all winter long. If, you'll, if you see me, you'll see me in a ski suit. I have a, quite a collection. Mm-hmm. I'm about 12. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Okay. I, I yeah, I keep collecting them, and I have really cool ones too, like vintage ski suits, and okay. goes with the band identity. It's it's all like uh, branding. Mm-hmm. That's the word. Yeah, branding. Yeah, yeah. With, with goggles and ski goggles poles. and ski poles. I have yeah, I have the ski poles. I have the suit. I've had in the past. I've had ski tags on my suit. I have uh, and I have bunny ears too. Sometimes I wear bunny ears for ski bunny. You know, always thinking about branding and moving the band forward. What we try to do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Moving forward. Exclamation point. Yeah. That's the ice for the later, the skiing later. Is, is yes. <laughs> oh, I see. Yes, ice skiing. Yes, fun. Yeah. Uh, Lean and Matt. So you, you're, you're a regular part of Ski Bunny. Yes. And yeah. you, you are a occasional part. Yeah, I'm helping out. Yeah. Help, uh, yeah, I'm here. I'll be here um, on the next show next Saturday, the 6th. That's right, the same yeah. place, but um, yeah, I'm uh, helping out from time to time. So what's Yay. it like to jump into this? Well, I actually played, I guess, more full-time a few years ago, so it was kind of like, then, and then, uh, so I kind of just popped back in. Do you, do you also dress up, or how does, how does the... How are you impacted by the energy at the other side of the stage? I sometimes wear the ski suit. I sometimes uh-huh. wear some goggles. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll jump in on. But a lot of the time, I just go casual, like you know. Spooky casual. Spooky casual. Yeah, yeah. 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 Halloween is a lifestyle, you know. Yeah. Yep. 
And I know where, if you're watching at home, possibly this is 3D. They're broken. <laughs> yeah, your eyes are broken. So, yeah, it's not the shirt; it's your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But try putting on 3D glasses at home and see if see, see if, if this they comes pop out in 3D. Out. I'm really curious. I don't know how many people have 3D glasses at home, but I, I, I bet do. there's somebody. I do. You do? I do. Okay. Yeah, I collect glasses. I have a, probably 50 pairs of sunglasses, clear lens glasses, 3D glasses, uh, and yeah. Rose colored. Rose, all, col- all colors, yeah. We have prismatic ones that are even better than rose-colored glasses. Wow. They're right. really cool. Awesome. Yeah. I just really found cool. those the other day, and I got to bring those back, yeah. It's awesome. Anything to feel like you have escaped reality for any amount of time is, is of benefit to me. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that a lot, and I, I seek that out. <laughs> great. For better or for worse, but so far, it's great, yeah. Does the music help with that? Is that part music of Music is huge, yeah. During, um, during COVID, when you couldn't really get together with people, I had a practice space that I was able to get into and use, and um, music got me through it. That practice space got me through it, having access to my instruments and um, being able to play loud and just having a space that was safe and creative and musical got me through it. It was rough. I lived in a really, I had a really bad living situation then, and just getting me through it was the goal, and music got me through it day after day. It still nice. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good for that. For Is sure. it cathartic for you as well? Is it, I'm cathartic? sorry. Cathartic? Yes. I, the song we played, November, is a song that um, I have trained myself to cry during the performance of that. And so I did actually cry a little bit tonight during the performance. I try. I don't do it all the time, but mm-hmm. it comes very easily. And screaming those words, "It's time, not me," um, is incredibly cathartic. It me. It it's it applies to everything. It's time, not me. We can't do anything about it, mm-hmm. you know. And if people, you know, I, I look at it in all the different ways, the different verses of that song. But that song in particular gets it all out of me. I will just, like be heaving sobs sometimes after playing that. Just like uh, let wow. it all out. Yeah, it's a great song for that. Yeah, it's really helpful to have a release like that. Mm-hmm. It's physical too, you know, you sort of get sweaty and you feel like you've like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like been through something and you have, you know, processing emotions and experiencing emotions and it's about my dad, that song, so um, it helps to really experience that grief he's he passed on a few years ago um and it really helps to tune into that and experience the grief and process the grief and get through it i'm actually going to play that song for his second wife we're going to visit them uh shortly in like a couple of weeks and they they don't know anything about me as a musician i haven't seen her in 10 years and i've been a musician for five so oh wow oh, that's yeah interesting. Okay. yeah so we're gonna see and they're very so musical surprise play it yeah them. i'm gonna bring my acoustic bass and they have guitars they're musical Mm-hmm. So we're going to jam. We're going to jam, yeah. How, how far away? A long drive, very long, long drive. drive. It's okay. six hours from Boston, yeah. Oh, wow. Six-hour right. drive, yeah. Right after our gig, I'm going, I might just drive straight through, like stop in Boston, get my stuff Saturday night after the gig, and then go to Maine, for drive for six hours. I don't know. Right. i got to get there as soon as possible, though. So that's a very personal song. You have another song that came from strangers yelling at you on the road. Yes. Um, <laughs> is... Where do you draw your inspiration? Are all of the songs your creations? They're my original creations, but the band writes parts and comes mm-hmm. up with beginning and ending ideas, and I'm, I love that. Yeah. I need that. So it's a collaboration. I, just, I come up with like rough sketches, and then we refine it as a band. And mm-hmm. It's much better. I like working yeah, with other people. 
is great. Getting collabor collaborations and getting ideas and hearing what other people think, what other people hear in the song, uh -huh. and then getting to perform that. And I love the influence of uh, people who I work with. Yeah. But the raw inspiration, is there any? Yeah, it comes from like well, look at the songs that I we played tonight and. Like dress up was uh, is it's all true. Everything is true. If you want to know anything about me, just look at the song lyrics. It's I'm an open book. Even tonight, <laughs> I'm being very open. I, if you just ask me, I'll tell you pretty much anything, except like my address. But uh, <laughs> I live in a secret location. I live in wow. underground in a secret lo in a bunker. Yeah, tell us a little more about that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I will. But it's it's awesome. I live in communal style housing. Uh, just on the north corner of the city of Boston, which is also where my rehearsal studio is, so I live a mile from there. And the living situation is so good. I have like, it's communal and it's really cheap, and there's a lot of people around all the time. But I have, I have my own room. I have an air conditioner in there. It's super oh, cute. Nice. The walls are like, yeah, the walls are painted with murals of uh, raves. They used to have raves in the space. It's loft space. Uh -huh. And so um, the visitors to the raves would smoke in my room and paint the walls. There okay. were paint supplies. So the walls have layers and layers of like all kinds of ramblings of druggy, drugged out people <laughs> at raves. There's beautiful art. Expressing themselves. There's poetry. Yeah. yeah. And that's all, that's the walls of my bedroom. And I, wow. there's a tree outside that I am in love with. There's flowers that I planted. I have my own off-street parking space. I mean, you know, like, it's just insane. People are great. I'm just, yeah, I could just, I don't, I'm so happy. I live in heaven right now. Like, this is just the best, yeah. It's great. Communal living is, is a good Yeah, match, and yeah. music, too. Like, all the uh -huh. things that are going on right now are just like, wow, this is, what a life I have. I'm, I feel so incredibly lucky, you know? Yeah, I'd be able to, like, sit here and talk to you, for example, about the music. It's awesome. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's a joy for everyone, I'm sure. But yeah. <laughs> I hope, yeah. Um, so, you're from Boston, technically, right now. You guys yeah. are also from Mass, yep. if I remember. Yeah. Um, and yet you consider yourselves a band from... The state of Rhode Island, Providence, yeah. yeah. I've been coming to Providence since what? 2017. It's the end of 2017 on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day at, in 2016, I picked up a bass for the first time. A live bass. It was okay. plugged in. There was a drummer going and guitar and a singer. And the bass player was like, here, you take this. Knock yourself <laughs> out. I took it. And I never looked back. That was that. Was that. Um, and then a the year later to the day, Christmas Day of 2017, uh, I had met Jackie. Jackie met me trying to book a show in Boston. Jackie, Artist Jackie. Artist Jackie. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jackie said, you got to come to Madcap. It was Christmas was a Monday that year. And she said, okay. we're having it at the Mediator Fellowship. And I'd been hanging out. I'd gone to Providence a couple times, but I didn't know about Madcap. I went to Madcap, and again, like, I never looked back. So uh, as long as Madcap was going, I was there every Monday. I moved to Providence pretty much for Madcap to make it easier wow. to go to Madcap. I changed my work schedule around. Yeah. I, I needed it. It was better than therapy. It was, like, wow. really healing, really great. Taught me stuff. I got to play music, hear music. Like, <sighs> never came back after COVID, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, that is unfortunate. For, for those who don't remember it or didn't have that experience can you summarize what Madcap was in a sentence yeah. or two? Yeah, Madcap was an open mic. Uh, it was at, held at dusk. It was run by a guy named Nate Cosolino, a musician in the Providence music scene. And uh, it was a community of weird people. I fit right in. It was home. <laughs> 
people were so weird. It was like really challenging. I used to call it playing crazy hockey, walking through Madcap, because you would kind of confront, be, you'd interact with people who were really like, uh, you know, struggling with mental health. And, you know, they might say, be trying to aggressively sell you some of their art. And you want to see the art, and you want to interact with this person. You don't want to buy any art, or maybe you do. <laughs> maybe you but do. You, and you don't want the aggression, but you got to work through that okay. to get the experience and to have the interaction. you got to kind of feel that energy, okay. that crazy energy. And then you go to the next person, it's the same thing again. They might be aggressively trying to you know, uh-huh. get you to drink something or whatever, get you, buy pizza, I don't know. But like, you just got to <laughs> sort of sidestep the, the total okay. craziness. You could talk about, you know, spirituality and stuff, and it, get, it would just get really crazy. And um, the top, and uh, so that was a, that was great. Just being able to have friends that were not tied down by traditional ways of thinking, and to get to experience and interact yeah. with them. Yeah, it yeah. made me feel really. I felt really comfortable because I do dress like this, uh, including the ears. That was going to be one of my questions, is yeah. what, what sort of ear maintenance is involved in. Yeah, this is and the, That level of pointiness, it's It's impressive. my favorite thing, yeah. <laughs> but I could wear these, and, and people would love them instead of be afraid. You know, some people don't know what to make of them or don't want to say anything because it's, like, awkward. But in Madcap, it would be like, <laughs> they would be like, we love your ears! They would scream something like yeah. that at me. And I belong, I belong there. Mm-hmm. Still looking for where I belong. I, I come to the parlor every Wednesday night and, and feel very comfortable here. I'm often the strangest dressed person in the room. Yeah. I think I am. Maybe I haven't seen everyone in here, but I just tend <laughs> to be like, and so it's nice uh, to have a place to come where I can dress like this and people accept me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm not sure there's a spiritual successor to Madcap just yet because it's coming out of COVID. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'm we're sure working there on it. Will be things pop up. Yeah, and you know up. the things that are going on now are great in their own right. The parlor open mic is is my favorite place to be in Providence. Every Wednesday I come down for that, uh, and um, and then going to other bands shows and stuff is also really great. Went to Revival Fest over at dusk that was awesome, um, and then having shows and playing is also uh, really exciting. So. We're yeah, we're all getting by. It'd be nice if it came back. At this point, I don't know what it would be if it did come back, because a lot of those people are gone, uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah. and things change and people move and things circumstances change. So, yeah. But we're glad to have what we do have today. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really grateful for what we can do. Were you were you part of the Madcap experiences as well? I think you did played. I do? Yeah, we did a, an open mic one time. I think Matt, Matt was, was there too, for that yeah. one yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, I didn't go very often though. I think that was like the only one that I went to was the yeah. uh, the one that we all did together. Was yeah. it weird? Weird? Was it weird? Was it weird? Yes. Yeah, I did <laughs> aggressively hopes. almost get sold some things. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's fun. Right. It's the fun aggression. Time. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> you, crazy hockey, you said. Crazy hockey. Yeah. Okay. You just kind of so like skiing moguls through and you gotta crazy like, hockey. When you gotta get away, you just go. Uh huh. Get away. Full the body check. One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. It works some skills that are useful to have, you know, <laughs> personality, like person inter- personal interaction skills. Yeah. yeah. You're also a very physical performer. I mean, there were at least a couple of songs where I thought you were going to levitate because oh. you were like on your toes. That's his, <laughs> that's Matt Graber's job, levitation. He does that too. Really? Yeah, he does. He makes the kit actually come off the ground. That's <laughs> spooky and wild. Plays All right. Hard. He does. Great. If you watch, watch the, yeah. the, the, the replay of that and you'll see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. 
Uh, seriously, so yes. So that's available on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> Kit Levitation by Kit Matt Le- Graber. And if you were going to levitate something, what would it be? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> Yourself. Oh, yeah, maybe me. Yeah. Right. You, the guitar, and Rise the amp, above it all. and the pedal board, oh, and, and the, the pedal board. Yeah. 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 Pedal board's gonna go with yeah, me. You I gotta stop somewhere, you know. But the whole band's gonna <laughs> just eventually just levitate up. All right. We're all gonna levitate up into the sky. I have a place in mind. We're gonna go onto the top of the cement factory, and we're gonna play a song up there. And it's gonna be played so loud that people across like New England are gonna hear it. Nice. And they're gonna all come and. The, and they're gonna, you're gonna see them coming from neighborhoods. They'll be like, "Where's that coming from?" And uh-huh. they're all walking from like New Hampshire, from Rhode Island, wow. and yeah, Massachusetts. And then they all meet, and there we are, like levitated up, playing in on top of the cement factory. That's amazing. And then the whole group <laughs> levitates. Yeah, you've got a lot of ampage to to levitate yes. for this project. Yes, very That's important. It's gonna take more than a couple. Yeah, we need. Yeah, we need that guitar. Yeah, yeah. What's next for you guys? What do you what do you have planned for uh, upcoming shows, gigs, yeah. stuff like that? Uh, we have a show coming up in August, early August, August sixth. We're playing here, right on this very stage with Corinne Southern and the Constellations, a band from Brooklyn called Eliza and the Organics, and a Providence band called Cherry Pit. Justin Viveros, who's a pal of mine from the Open Mic, a solo bassist, is going to open that show. Uh, that's cool. here again on August sixth, and. Um, what else have we got? We got a show October 1st. We're playing at Dusk's Oktoberfest, which oh. we're very excited about that. We've been wanting to play a show like that for a while. All these outdoor long, or I don't know if that'll be outdoors. It might be cold, but the long festival type shows, we haven't played mm-hmm. one of those yet. We want to be in a big lineup so we can network with bands and get more gigs. We're looking for more gigs. Book us. <laughs> we we're looking for more gigs in Providence. Yeah. yeah. We got a few um, lined up, but we definitely want to play out more. You get better at playing out the more obviously the more you do it and it's really good for my ego (laughs) for my confidence (laughs) let's say it makes me feel like okay you know like what i'm doing when i gig it's like okay it makes sense it all makes sense sometimes i wonder about all this stuff and then when i gig it's like oh i see that's what you do that's where it fits yeah okay all this energy goes into that and it's like a good match yeah so yeah I've, I'm sorry, go ahead. We have some recordings that we didn't release too yet. Yes, we no. do. We go. have a single so you on YouTube. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. We have a single on uh, out called Hormonal Changes. Uh, with a video. And with a video, with a video. yes, yeah, video on YouTube. Yeah, wow. that Gina Kamensky made for us. A Somerville, Massachusetts artist made a music okay. video for our single. For- Hormonal changes. Hormonal changes. Yeah, it's a song. It's about the cycles of a woman's life. Yeah. (laughs) It's awesome for rock and roll to be discussing these issues. We think they're great to have uh, some diversity in the lyrical content of Mm -hmm. this very, you know, um, driven rock and roll that we play. So Hormonal Changes is about puberty, the first verse. Mm-hmm. Second verse is about menstruation. Every month I bleed. That's my favorite line, I think, that I ever wrote. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It goes, puberty, it happened to... No, it goes, uh, I'm all grown up. The changes still don't stop. Every month I bleed. It fulfills the need for life. <laughs> it's so nice. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then the last verse says, uh, I sweat, I cry, just like my fever's high, but there's nothing wrong. That's why I sing this song for you. It's about menopause. So it yeah. covers puberty, menstruation, menopause, things you generally do not hear about in rock and roll. You're going to hear about it with Ski Bunny. Nice. All yeah. Right. We're bringing that to the table. Yeah. 
What are, is, is that one of the things that motivates you is to, to cause discussions and, and sure. revisit looking at things? Yeah, we lo- I love bringing this kind of content into the this scene in particular, but just rock music in general. Uh-huh. Talking about menopause during a rock song is like, what? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's great. It's like, because it just, it can like diversifies the, the, the people who can relate to it. It increases that number and, and brings people into, uh, into it. Um, so you don't, you know, it's not always about the same kinds of things that you're used to hearing about from that genre. So, right. Uh, but mostly, I don't, I don't necessarily do music to create this, like, discussion. Um, I do it a lot to, like, to bring, I guess, to express myself, yeah, and to have fun and to share that with people. The bigger it is with the band, you know, as a three-piece as opposed to me just by myself, it's more energy for people to enjoy and have fun with, and I want to make it as big as possible because I believe in the music. I believe uh, after all these years of hearing it and playing it and people enjoying it, I believe in it now. And I want to push it as hard as I can because it's ski bunny, and I I worked really hard during those two crazy years in New York <laughs> to get where I am right now, and I want to like get this out there. So, yeah. very very ambitious, very motivated in that way. Yeah, well, it yeah. sounds like you're still working crazy hard, just in a different, on a different kind of thing, a different yeah. capacity. Yeah, yeah, very focused on this for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thanks. And uh, how can how can people keep track of your work and, and find you yeah. if they want to follow you? They, if they want to see what's going on with Ski Bunny, uh, right now we do have an Instagram account that we use uh, for gigs and stuff. I'm not the best at social media, but we are on Facebook. We have a page on Facebook, too. And then my, I also do a lot of things publicly with my personal profile. Mm-hmm. My personal profile is Tracy Chevrolet. That's actually my stage name as a solo person. Um, but there's a lot of stuff. That's where I do most you of the promotion. You weren't really born Tracy Chevrolet? Uh, <laughs> no, I got so actually I named myself after a car dealership in Kingston, Mass. Oh, Kingston, Mass. Okay. Yeah, right. Kingston, Mass. Yeah, right. it's uh, up where my mom used to live in Plymouth. Mm-hmm. It had a great font on the sign. I really liked all the fonts that they. And it's Tracy. It's my real name, first name. Spelled it the right way, T R A C Y. Uh-huh. Looked great on the highway. Looked great on the building. I'm like, you know, it's one of these days that's gonna be me. I'm gonna be Tracy Chevrolet. Because I would be driving to my mom's and it would be like a happy moment for me. Yeah. I'd see the sign and, and it all fit together. Like, um, so, yeah. And we're, we're hoping, you know, one day we want to throw a, a music festival at the dealership. And okay. I'm, I'm working on, uh, you know, creating a cross-promotional relationship with Chevrolet. <laughs> Chevrolet yeah. to, uh, you know, where one of the things that would happen would be that I would get a, um, hopefully I would get this yellow Camaro I've been eyeing. <laughs> For a long time, so we're working on that slowly but surely. Uh-huh. We're going to get there. Yeah, yeah. I want so that work car. Work the product placement into some of your songs. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. The branding right now. Even <laughs> we're doing. We're working on that manifestation. That's mm-hmm. how. That's how it happens. You also have a stage name. Where does where does that happen? Uh, yeah, it's Neen or Dragon. So Neen is it's short for my name, and my name is Janine, and I just go by Neen usually. Um, and then Dragon. I don't know. I'm just obsessed with dragons. So you know. Okay. Uh, it all just kind of fit. So it's been, has it been kind of a dry spell since Game of Thrones ended? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. And you use your real name? I do, yes. Yes, I do. All right, so we got nothing <laughs> to do. <laughs> cool. It must be scary to be that. in Ski Bunny and use your real name. I would be scared to use my real name sometimes mm-hmm. in this band. Because we have cool. controversial, yes, yeah. explicit Con- lyrics. Yeah. yeah. What do you think is your most controversial song? My cock. 
just the name alone. My cock is a rap that we wrote based oh, on a rap okay. by Mickey Avalon called "My Dick," mm-hmm. uh, which which sucked. That dick, that that dick, that rap was. Uh, the only good reason it exists was to inspire me to write my cock because it's like, <laughs> it's gets the point across. Exactly. Are there, are there more lyrics, or is it is it like super weirdo? Are there more lyrics? More lyrics. A lot of There's lyrics. There's a lot of There's lyrics, lot. yeah. Okay. My okay. cock is well, a revelation. So it's, a long, it's a long song. Your okay, cock right. causes overpopulation. <laughs> yeah. My cock is enlightened. Your cock is frightened. My cock died and rose again. Your cock dies and stays dead. Aww. Yeah. No, it's, it's good. It's really good. Yeah. So that's probably the one. I play, we like to play that first because it gets people listening. Yeah, like, what I can imagine. Saying? It's actually, tr- it's all true once again. Yeah, it's yeah. about my strap-on dildo. So it's like I have a personal, true story. <laughs> I mean everything I write. I generally mean everything I write. Right. Yeah. So and how does the audience, does it get a rise out of them? They love that song. Yeah, they love that song. That's probably the most requested. Motel Jack and My Cock are the two crowd pleasers. We have a song about drugs called Honey. That's uh-huh. another crowd pleaser. Uh, people like the catchy ones. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. So once again, people can find you online. They can find us, yeah, on Instagram. Uh, we have a great, we, we put some stuff on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, Ski Bunny YouTube channel. If you're having trouble finding us, look for Ski Bunny W4M. Then the letter W, the number four, and the letter M, which is an old Craigslist uh, thing that was used to identify, you know, W4M, women, four men. That'll help you remember it. That's what we're on Instagram as, as at Ski Bunny W4M. And our, um, but yeah, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, and I think that probably covers it. Yeah. Is that slang term still in active use? I mean, I don't know. Do people end up trying to order an album and get something very, very different. <laughs> W4M. I don't think it is. I think it was a Craigslist thing. Was a Craigslist thing. Yeah, went, went, went with Craigslist. Cool. When Craigslist went, we lost that terminology. Like I said, ski bunnies are becoming extinct because Craigslist doesn't exist anymore. Where are they all going to come out? Where are they going to come out of if not Craigslist? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we got to push this music because I may be the last living ski bunny. Yeah, with that history, we want to... level event. Yeah, that's why I'm so <laughs> ambitious, because it's got to... It's, if it's not me, it might not happen. Right. we got to bring this out. Yep. And I'm the one, so... All right. That I know of. Hop onward. That's right, yes. <laughs> so thank you very much for being here and, and yeah, performing yeah. with us and, and talking with us. Thank um, you. This has been brought to you by The Parlor, uh, Motif Magazine, our one indoor karting slash entertainment center, which also has a dart bar and an axe bar. If you want to throw things, it's a great place to go. Um, and uh, Trinity Beer Garden and Grace Hill Brewing. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>